All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville. You probably haven't heard that in quite a while. We haven't done an episode in a while, but we wanted to come at a crucial time in America, uh, in the world. There's a lot going down. There's racism, bigotry. You know, I don't have to tell you this. You're, you're living in it. And we're at a very important time to talk about real things. And luckily, we've got uh, Rayvon Owen. We wanted to make this Black Artists Matter episode. So, Rayvon, thanks for joining the show. Hey, what's up? Thank what's you for having on? me. It's and good to be back you're, on. You're not a uh, you're not a stranger to the show. I've had you on twice before. So, um, go back and listen no, to his previous episodes. Definitely not. It's glad to be back on, especially like you said during this time. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there's a there's a, a divide in the world and a very it feels like we're kind of just living in a fog right now. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to get your take on it. You as a black artist, um, as a performer, an artist, a creator. Um, just what what's your take on what's your take on what we can do better? Um, as a community, just uh, first off? Well, I think this, first off, this time has kind of been long overdue, in my opinion. Uh, I think I've told you before, I felt like this is nothing new necessarily for, you know, the black community. But, um, you know, Black Lives Matter has been something that's been cried out previously before. But I think we're definitely in a new era. We're in a new cusp of you know, a kind of shift in our culture. And, you know, I see it as a, a muscle that we have to kind of exercise and, you know, we might have to kind of rip back the bandage and, and look, look at the wounds and kind of expose and heal from all of this to kind of press forward, um, you know, as a community. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think, um, you know, in the age of social media and the age of, um, how it's so easy to just record things, do you think, that was the breaking point of seeing somebody die um, just so easily without any disregard for um, morals, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think so many people saw this video of George Floyd and it broke something in America that cried out, we can't let this happen? Because, I mean, things, things have happened like this before, but it's never been a big outcry. Um, that I've seen in my entire life. I'm only 30 years old, but you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's definitely, I don't think anyone has seen this to this degree. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, we're looking at, like I said, these wounds that have needed to be healed for a long time. And I think seeing that video may have been kind of traumatic. I know for me personally, it was definitely jarring, especially as someone who is black to see that kind of, uh, you know, traumatic situation go down. It, it's very like it brings up, it brings up something in you that is is quite frankly disturbing. And I think it disturbed anybody, regardless if you're black or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just was kind of like, okay, enough is enough because this is not something that. I mean, yes, you see crimes and a lot of things happen, but I think we all knew kind of where this was coming from especially with this being a police officer so i think this time is long overdue it's supposed to a police officer that's supposed to keep the law and keep the peace 
not right. kill people. Protect us, protect you know, and, and serve us as exactly. well as we serve them. It's supposed to be a hand in hand, vice versa. But unfortunately, you know, in certain communities, especially, you know, when you have, uh, you know, when you look at the history of the police relationship with the African-American community, you know, growing up black, you know, my mom used to tell me, OK, well, when you know, if you get pulled over, be respectful, be kind, because mm-hmm. you don't want anything to go down. Like this is something that you're taught as a kid. And it's almost like when you're growing up, you don't even really realize why your parent is saying that, you know, you just right. think, oh, OK, you kind of like whatever. Um, but you always do it. Every time I got pulled over, I'm just like I, I always just kept do. the peace. Yeah. But um, but yeah, when you see something like that, it definitely rings back to, okay, that's why my mom said that. And then not only she just said that, but there's a big history and a reason, you know, why kind of the older generation has taught us that. Yeah. And I think, you know, just speaking of that event, sparking protests all over the world, um, well, mainly here in the U.S., but I, I think that me as being a white man, um, we have to acknowledge our privilege and do what we can to, you know, join in the protest peacefully. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there's a lot that happened here in Nashville, um, you know, just a few weeks ago where there was fire started in the courthouse. And, it, you know, it turned out it was just a man who was trying to, you know, create controversy for black for the black community and not even for the right reasons and of course he was he was arrested but i think that people just you know try to tarnish what what good is going on i think a lot of these protests have sparked change um i've seen it i've seen the change that has Mm -hmm. been going on and um what you know i want to get your take what um as a as a black man would you say to the white majority uh, that they can do to kind of help out other than just posting a black square on Instagram? Hmm. Yeah, I think obviously, you know, the postings, the support, that's, that's all nice, but you can, you can preach to the choir all day, but the choir already got the, got the message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more about having those hard conversations with your family, your parents, your loved ones, when you're going back home for the holidays, you know, mm-hmm. and, and also being kind of a presence and a voice in places that we aren't or that we can't be or, you know, um, because we have grown up in a world that has obviously been predominantly white and including the media and our television. And, you know, that's why there is a BET, you know, there's not a white TV, <laughs> you know, so that's you, we're, we've grown up surrounded in your culture. So now it's kind of a moment where we want you to kind of elevate our culture so that we can all be equal. It's not about, it's not about us raising our fists higher than other races or anything like that. It's about saying, hey, like, Level this is a here. community. Yeah, this is a community that, that has had a history of, you know, kind of oppression. And, and we're, we're trying to just continue to elevate. And when we have situations like what you saw, like you said, George Floyd, the video and, uh, and a, a bunch of other cases, that shows us that there's still those leftover uh, remnants of racism and 
um, you know, everything that's happened since slavery, you know, it's, yeah. it's not, it's freedom, but it doesn't feel like complete freedom if everyone's not being treated fairly. And again, yeah. like I said, there will be crimes, there will always be murders and killings and things, but this is obviously deeper rooted issues. And there's a reason why this has happened yet again, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it felt like a different fourth of July. We just celebrated independence day, um, 2020. And it felt a little different this year just because it of did. everything going on, you know, um, it did. I mean, I, I was obviously outside of that, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic right now still. <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot going on and it was for me a little bit obviously I'm proud of you know my country for the most part Um, I'm proud of us getting to this point I mean hey I thank God we aren't back still back in those slavery times Mm -hmm. so I'm proud that we've reached a point but it's like we still got to do better we still have to you know continue to grow but it was a little bit harder for me to celebrate this year knowing what's going on um, but I was just kind of celebrating life and, and kind of the, like you said, the positive changes that have, and will continue to come from this moment. Well, you, you mentioned be better. And I wanted to also mention something that Robert Gay has kind of spearheaded. Uh, he was the first guest on my podcast and, um, was in a band called the alarms still doing stuff. Uh, a lot of musical stuff with trumpet playing with, um, Mm-hmm. Matt Matt Thiessen, I think I'm saying his name right, uh, from Relay yeah. K, and uh, just doing a lot of good in the community, in the art community, and he realized that Belmont University, where we all went to school, um, were in ties with Core Civic, which, uh, you know, Rayvon, you've done a lot of research on this. Why don't you go ahead and, and talk about what's going on there? Yeah, and I'm still learning a lot about everything, and um, and I spoke to Robert a little bit as well. I think it's time for people to realize, you know, this realize kind of the bigger picture about how their actions, how their responses, how their relationships affect people and affect the community, affect members of your community and how that's important. You know, Belmont is an amazing school. That's how I met you. That's how we learned a lot about music and made a lot of great connections and Belmont till I die, of course. But it was kind of saddening for me to hear that their board of directors uh, or board of trustees, I'm sorry, is has three members on the board from this company that, you know, has supported three strikes, which is a, a bill that's been notoriously kind of, you know, harmful towards the black community and has kind of supported that oppression. And to me, I feel like you if that's the kind of company and the kind of people that you are supporting and, and not only not only associating with, but are deeply tying your roots into, then what does that say about you? What does that say about the, the community core, the core that you claim the, to support the and the, the students that have yeah. invested in 
in in the school and vice versa y'all have invested in us and it's a, it's a cycle of of what i thought was love and open communication and everything like that but it's been kind of sad to hear that and not only that to hear the response that you know kind of like well we don't really care <laughs> you know and, and sure legally they aren't doing anything wrong per se in a, in a legality sense but but they're making a where, profit off of yeah where does for profit where, prison. yeah it's a, this is a for if if people don't know CoreCivic is a for profit prison company and again legal but where's the morality in that especially you claim to be a christian school you claim to have these values of integrity and communication and service um it just doesn't quite line up in my opinion and i think the opinion of hundreds of belmont students current and alumni and people of the community who are right now kind of making more of a statement and raising their voice mm -hmm. in regards to this and i feel like i i need to as well well thank thanks for bringing that up and uh Thanks, Robert, for spearheading this, and we'll we'll hopefully make a ripple in in the university. And you know, if enough people know about it, I don't think a lot of people are in tune. I didn't know about it before I had had seen. Yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't even know about it either. And I'm, I try to stay hip to to what's going on. But look, I didn't even know about it, and I think there's a reason that tells you right there mm -hmm. the fact that how can you be so proud about your other board members? Uh, you, you know, the country stars and and the singers and whoever else in the music industry who've been tied in with Belmont. But when it comes to these board members, you're all hush-hush about it. Right. That tells you something right there, you know? Right. Well, I also want to say to everybody listening, if you think that your vote doesn't matter, where it's just going to be thrown away, that is a lie. We need everybody to go out and vote this. This election is going to be... Um, a huge election and i know rayvon you're gonna vote i definitely will and I'm i definitely am gonna vote so I, I think it's really important i believe the deadline for tennessee has already passed i think it was either to today or yesterday um oh really yeah but hopefully you can still do it I, I know i'm like can you you better take your application right now i know exactly you better go in <laughs> if you haven't already or haven't. or um I don't know if you can do it online, but uh, whatever you got to do, because like you said, especially in a state like Tennessee, where it kind of swings and stuff and Tennessee is going to be big. It's yeah, it's important. To, whatever you want to speak out for, you know, it's your right. Regard one way or the other, it's your right to to write in. Yep, you can write in Kanye West, apparently. N no, now no, I don't support that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 um. He's 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 putting his name out in the bid. So I'm yeah, like, if that's yeah. I, I don't support that either. I'm not but, I'm not know, putting that out there. But I'm saying I support people using their voice and, and using their vote, yeah, you know, exactly. for what they want to use it for. That's what I support. Well, but don't vote for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks for having this conversation. Is there any closing or remarks of um, just the general? Well, actually, I do want to bring up something um, if you haven't heard already today was the day that they announced the sims spark show and ravon's going to be the host so um, hopefully a better host than i am 
Um, so <laughs> to go tune in on TBS. I learned from and, the best. Uh, <laughs> um, so that, so that's going to be on TBS. What's uh, July seventeenth is the first day. July yeah, July seventeenth, eleven p.m. Eastern time. So ten ten p.m. in Nashville, uh, as well as eleven o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And yeah, it's it was a really fun show to be a part of. It felt like. You know, it was nice to be on the other side of of a competition. Oh yeah, <laughs> and get to kind of uh, orchestrate things and man, the the contestants are super creative. Um, I think you'll get a kick out of seeing like everything they created and built using the game. It's kind of it, it kind of it, it blew my mind. So I think people should really tune in. I'm, I'm excited, excited about it. I'm excited to watch it. And, you know, supporting artists like Rayvon, uh, you can check out his EP, Lost Virginia, that just came out in June, and it's fantastic. Yeah. I want to play, play a song to close out, but thanks again, Rayvon, and, you know, hopefully we can make this world a better place just through our love, through our support of, uh, of people that really care, and um, I just want to sh- share this positive positivity with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think you already are. And thank you for having me on and doing the show and giving musicians a voice. Absolutely. Um, well, should we close out with Bedroom? That's my favorite song. How about we listen to that one? Let's close out with the Bedroom uh, vibes. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Bedroom by Ravano and everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, guys. Whatever.
the time being I don't really want forever But I don't want this night to end Cause you and me would never be nothing more than friends I just need you back inside Summer.